This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Lakshmi Singh. Two Republican-led House committees are examining today's testimony from President Biden's son. This morning, Hunter Biden began to answer questions in what's expected to be a lengthy deposition behind closed doors. In his prepared statement, he denies GOP allegations that the president was involved in his business dealings and criticized the process as a, quote, MAGA-motivated attack on his family as his father seeks re-election. Congressman Jamie Raskin of Maryland was among a group of Democrats who addressed reporters a short time ago about the deposition. I believe, uh, based on this first hour, that this whole thing really has been a tremendous waste of our legislative time and the people's resources. Raskin helped lead the impeachment process against former President Donald Trump following the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol in 2021. The Supreme Court is considering another gun case today, looking at the legality of a federal ban on devices that speed up the firing mechanism on semi-automatic weapons. Here's NPR's Nina Totenberg. The gun regulation in today's case was created by President Trump after a single gunman in Las Vegas used multiple guns modified by so-called bump stocks and killed 60 people, wounding 400 more, all in the space of 11 minutes. The carnage was so horrific that President Trump almost immediately ordered the ATF to ban the sale and possession of these devices, devices that the ATF now says convert otherwise legal semi-automatic weapons into illegal machine guns. Those challenging the Trump rule argue that under the National Firearms Act, the ATF didn't have the authority to ban bump stocks. Nina Totenberg, NPR News, Washington. The United States and several other countries have conducted flyover missions over Gaza. They're airdropping food and medical supplies from cargo planes. NPR's Daniel Estrin reports from Tel Aviv nearly five months into the Israel-Hamas war, Gaza's population is facing hunger and a shortage of supplies. An NPR producer in Gaza filmed a large jet in the sky and aid parcels gliding down with billowing parachutes. Israel's army says 160 aid parcels of food and medical supplies were airdropped along the coastline in southern Gaza over the last couple days. Planes from the U.S., France, Jordan, Egypt, and the United Arab Emirates did the airdrops. Jordan's King Abdullah flew in one air mission. Fuel supplies were airdropped for a Jordanian field hospital in Gaza. There's been a dip in the amount of aid reaching Gaza in recent weeks. Israel says it's not blocking aid, and aid trucks have finally reached northern Gaza, where there's a severe shortage of food. Daniel Estrin, NPR News, Tel Aviv. U.S. stocks are trading lower this hour. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 74 points at 38,897. The S&P is down four. NASDAQ has dropped 46 points. This is NPR. The U.S. economy did not grow quite as fast at the end of last year as initially reported. And here Scott Horsley says or has more on updated GDP numbers from the Commerce Department. Revised figures show the U.S. economy grew at an annual pace of 3.2 percent in the final months of 2023. That's fast, but not quite as fast as the 3.3 percent rate the government had initially reported. The downshift mostly reflects slower growth of inventories, which tell us little about the underlying economy. The new figures show consumer spending, which is the biggest driver of economic activity, was actually somewhat stronger in October, November, and December than had been reported. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. 
Floods, wildfires, and other weather disasters can have profound and lasting effects on college students, according to recent research. NPR's Rebecca Hirsch reports that's particularly concerning because climate change is making such disasters more common. A recent study finds students whose parents live in zip codes that were affected by major disasters get lower grades than their peers and are more likely to default on student loans after graduation. Joshua Johnson's family home was destroyed in a flood when he was in college in 2016. It's stressful. Because you're worried about home and you're worried about how you're going to live, I guess. Stress, especially about money, the research confirms, is common among college students after disasters. Many colleges and universities are responding by getting financial assistance into the hands of students more quickly after disasters happen. Rebecca Hersher, NPR News. The Dow's now down 67 points at 38,905. I'm Lakshmi Singh, NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch.